Welcome to Into the Glory Zone with me, Dr. Edith Davis on 94.1 FM Wave 94. Spiritual believers and listeners, I once again have been walking this journey of pain. And one of the interesting things that really caught my attention is the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. So, um, a lot of our churches is bloodless. I mean, basically, we don't talk about the blood and we, it's kind of messy and you don't want to mention the blood and let's don't bring up blood and things like that. But the blood of Jesus and believing that his blood will pay for the forgiveness of your sins is essential. In our walk in Christianity. And I've been listening to some great teachers um, talking about the blood of Jesus and the Holy Spirit uh, about four years ago, I guess maybe longer, had given me a song on the blood. And I am very aware of the blood. And when you are ill and when you are in pain, you plead the blood of Jesus and you Recognize that by his bloody stripes, I was healed, right? So, as I was reflecting on the blood of Jesus, I wanted to make sure that we understand that blood is an essential component in our relationship, covenant relationship with the Father, our relationship with the Son, our Lord and Savior Christ Jesus, and our relationship with the Lord God, Holy Spirit. It goes all the way back to the beginning when the atoms basically um, fell uh, short and missed the mark and basically um, disobeyed the Father, disobeyed the Son, disobeyed the Holy Spirit. And ate from the tree of good and evil. And the first thing um, that God did was there was a death. There had to be blood. He established a covenant with the planet, with earth, and with at the atoms. And the first victims that fell to that sin, the cursed earth, and we believe it was baby lambs. Um, the atoms were hiding out and wrapped in fig leaves, I'm told. And, and God gave them um, animal skins with blood on it to put around them. And then had, them, had the angels escort them out of the garden. But blood, the blood, the blood was the first blood sacrifice uh, for the atonement of their sins, right? And then the Adams um, went on to have more children, um, Cain and Abel, and the um, Adam and Eve taught their children how to give the blood sacrifice. And Abel, who was a herdsman, took a baby lamb, took the first baby lamb, born and slaughtered it and basically took the fat and burned it on the altar and God 
found favor with Abel. But unfortunately, is from what I can tell from the readings, Cain gave his offering later, so it was not even his first, and it was not a blood offering. It was he was um, he actually um, was a farmer. So God did not find, did not accept his sacrifice, which caused Cain to become very angry. And of course, he couldn't strike out at God, so he struck out at his brother Abel and killed his brother Abel. And once again, the blood of Abel cried out from the ground and cried out to the Father. And of course, um, Cain was dealt with. He was cursed and banished. And so the Adams lost two sons. They lost Abel and they lost Cain. And they later had Seth, who they taught, once again, the importance of the blood. So why is this so important? Because a lot of, not a lot, but some pastors are actually standing up in the pulpit and they're telling their congregation that Jesus' blood is no exception, that Jesus' blood is ordinary, that Jesus' blood is like our blood, and that's not true. Jesus had the blood of God. He was the Son of God and the Son of Mary. And because Mary was his mother, she did not decide his blood. The blood was decided by the Father, the Lord God, Holy Spirit, who implanted the Word of God in Mary's womb. So Jesus' blood was very special blood, and that blood was, was that was shed so that we could be born again and be eternal beings, immortals, and would live eternity in heaven with the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Spirit. So basically, this is critical that we understand that blood is essential and it is a part of covenant. And if you ever have covenant, you're going to have blood. If you're going to have a covenant with God, that's going to be the shedding of what? Blood. So, and covenants are eternal and they are forever. So, we, we don't want to become bloodless because there, we need to remember that when we accept Christ Jesus' death for the forgiveness of our sins, we are accepting, we believe that his blood was the blood of the God, and that that blood is what is saving us. This was such a powerful um, word to me. And last night, I, you know, I had a dream that I was healed. And when I woke up this morning and I started walking, there was very little pain. So I'm very excited. And this all goes back to what? the blood of Christ Jesus. It's important that we appreciate and understand that there is no covenant without blood and that God gave up his, his blood 
so that we would be saved. It's it's um it's it's a remarkable thing to come into this deeper revelation about the blood of Christ Jesus. As we go through time, you can see how how essential, how important the blood is. Okay, God did the first sacrifice. He gave the bloody um, lamb cloths to the Adams to wear, to cover their nakedness. He um, went on to reach out to a man called Abram, whose later name was called Abraham. And he uh, established a covenant with Abraham, which meant, and he said, "You, I will give you sons. You will have, um, you will have descendants as much as the stars, as much as the grains of sand on the desert." And the covenant was to cut their foreskin on their um, on their sexual organ, right? So the men had to be circumcised. So. The, circ- the sexual organ, organ, the foreskin was cut, and that was painful, and that was a blood, blood was shed, right? So then as we progress further, we have the major covenant between God the Father, God the Son, Christ Jesus, and Abraham, where Abraham split the animals in half. That God had prescribed And He walked In the middle of the Keeping the the um, bird Birds of prey off of the Sacrifice he had to work And then he fell asleep And God the son Walked in the, They walked in the figure eight Eternity right And they cut the covenant Where God Gave the land and the land that he had promised Abraham. So it was, it was pretty, pretty intense. And the thing about it is, is that this was a blood covenant once again from the animals. And if this covenant was not kept, the parties involved, which was God the Father and God the Son, Basically, God the Son said, may, may what has done to these animals be done to me if I do not keep this covenant. And of course, Jesus kept the covenant. He died on Calvary. He died on Golgotha for the forgiveness of our sins. He gave up his, his blood. Oh, man, he gave us his body. So that was a blood covenant. And then... um as we progress, the God established the tabernacle, the um, the mercy seat, um, the ark, and blood had to be shed and put and sprinkle on the mercy seat, right? Sprinkle on the mercy seat, and of course Moses. Walked through this And David walked through this And the Levites walked through this And Aaron walked through this And blood 
was shed. So we recognize that blood is essential when we're talking about a covenant relationship. In marriage, marriage is a covenant relationship. The man and the woman should both be virgins, not just the woman. And when they have sex, the hymen is broken and there is what? Blood. There is what? Blood. So that also is a covenant relationship. A covenant relationship. As we progress on, we of course have the ultimate, ultimate sacrifice, which is Christ Jesus, who basically died, was crucified on the cross, who was whipped and scourged and beaten to a pulp. Blood was everywhere. And Christ Jesus died so that all mankind could be saved because the Father wished that no man should what? Perish. So the ultimate sacrifice is the crucifixion of our Lord and Savior, Christ Jesus. So covenant relationship is very essential and covenant requires blood. As I meditated on this last night and thought about it, I was like, okay, God, I do recognize the power and the importance of your blood. And as like, like you said, I actually sing a song in honor of Christ Jesus' blood. Let's see. Let me see. Let's see let me see if I can sing it for you guys. Thank you for your holy blood, Christ Jesus. Thank you for your holy blood. Thank you for your holy blood, Christ Jesus. Thank you. Thank you for your Holy blood, your holy blood purges me, my children, my, my pastors, family and pastors, family, students, family and friends, your holy blood, your holy blood. Christ Jesus, your holy blood, your holy blood. Christ Jesus, your holy blood purifies me, my children, my pastors, my children, pastors, students, family and friends. 
Your holy blood, your holy blood, Christ Jesus, your holy blood, your holy blood, Christ Jesus, your holy blood, protect me, my children, my pastors, students, Family and friends, your holy blood, your holy blood, Christ Jesus, your holy blood, your holy blood, Christ Jesus, your holy blood protects me. My children, my pastors, students, special assessor group, family and friends, your holy blood, your holy blood, Christ Jesus, your holy blood, your holy blood, Christ Jesus, your holy blood. Permits me, my children, my pastors, students, special sister group, family and friends, your holy blood, your holy blood, Christ Jesus, your holy blood, your holy blood, and it's a permanent sign, permanent sign, permanent sign, permanent sign, that we belong to you, it's a permanent sign, permanent sign, permanent sign, that we belong to you, Christ Jesus, Daddy God, you hey bye, Lord God, Holy Spirit. And so that's the song a few years ago the Holy Spirit gave me in honor of, the, of His Son's blood, Christ Jesus. And as we move forward, I look forward to new songs, more new songs, but the blood of Jesus, it is essential that you believe in the blood of Jesus, that Jesus' blood is not ordinary, that Jesus' blood is the blood of God himself, and that he sacrificed his blood for the forgiveness of our sins, and that we receive and we accept his blood for the forgiveness of our sin. So that's basically kind of where I am in this walk that I've been going through with the Father, with Christ Jesus and the Lord God, Holy Spirit. I've been walking through this and trying to make sure that I recognize and that I honor the blood of Christ Jesus. As I prepare um, for the next um, things that God wants me to do, please lift me up in your prayers and 
If you would like, we have included, we have created what we call prayer circles. So we, we still go on the first Sunday of every month. We at 3.30 p.m., we go to the Capitol and we walk a brisk prayer walk. And the, and we, what we have added to this is what we call the prayer circles. And basically the prayer circles are where you go into your spheres of influence and you ask people, is there something that, um, they can pray for? They can, they can either A, join us on Sunday, the first Sunday of every month. At 3.30 at the steps of the old Capitol where we have the red and white awnings, right? Where uh, Appalachia intersects um, Monroe, right? Or you can send it a text with your prayer request. And my telephone number is 816-678-6838. Um, That's 816 816- Six seven eight sixty eight thirty eight. That's the that's the cell. If you want to text your prayer request, or you can send your prayer request via email. Edith Davis fifty eight at gmail dot com. That's E D I T H D A V I S five eight at gmail dot com, and you can send your prayer request there. So we have three options. You can come in person and do your prayer petition, or you can email me, edithdavis58 at gmail, or you can text me, 816-678-6838, and we will present your, your prayer to the Father, to our Lord, Savior Christ Jesus and to the Lord God, Holy Spirit, and expect, expect a response. Um, I had, I was so blessed to have spiritual um, godmothers, and I have a spiritual godfather now. And one of the, one of um, both of them, oh yeah, Pap, um, Godmother Yvonne Crook and Godmother Velma Burns, they had a hotline to God. I would go to them with my petitions, with my requests and plea. And I'm telling you, immediately, I mean, immediately there will be a response. I mean, that's, they just had this open line. This, I, that's, I say a red hotline <laughs> to, to the Father. You have a red hotline to Christ Jesus, Yahshua Mashiach, and red hotlines to Ruha Kadash, Lord God, Holy Spirit. And so we hope to be do the same for you. So if you wish to um, have your prayer petition presented on the first Sunday of every month, along with the other prayer petitions, we would welcome that opportunity. We are, I am, I go to All Nations Church, which is on um, Shearer Road which is near Tallahassee um, Mall, across the street from Fun Station, right around the corner from Chuck E. Cheese, and used to be the $1, $2 movie theater. So, yes, we, we welcome you at 10.30 a.m. We have service, 
And if you come, I'll take you out to eat afterwards. Um, and also, we have Bible study at 9 a.m. And um, one of room 103 and 104, we have different um, Bible studies. So, yes, it's, it's going to be an exciting, an exciting time. Once again, I want to close this broadcast with Romans 10, 9. That is, if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Thank you for once again joining me on Enter the Glory Zone, 94.1 FM Wave 94. And make sure you are honoring God's blood, honoring Christ Jesus' holy blood that he shed for us on Calvary. It is his holy blood that enables us to be saved. There is no covenant relationship with the Father without the shedding of what? Blood. Thank you once again for joining me, Dr. Edith Davis, on 94.1 FM, Wave 94.